0: But our primary focus will be on what we believe our film succeeds at, some fun facts, and our personal enjoyment factors of each film. With that said, we hope you enjoy the show.
1: Back to the Tragedy of Cinema podcast, Real Talk number eleven. I'm here with a whole gaggle of friends tonight.
2: A gaggle.
1: Ooh. I'm gonna let everybody introduce themselves. I've given them a number, so hopefully they all remember. So let's go ahead and introduce everybody.
3: I'm Brett with the Evil Never Dies podcast.
2: I'm Kyle with the Tragedy of
0: Cinema podcast.
3: I'm Carl with the Evil Never Dies podcast. I may be the co-host. I may be a contributor. I don't know. I don't
4: know. may never know. know. Uh, my name is Greg, and I am the host of Monsters and the Mosh.
5: I'm Tiffany. I do not have a podcast yet, but hopefully that'll be changing soon.
6: I'm, I'm Chris. I'm with Triple H Media.
7: And I'm Christine from you know, California, and I do not never have a podcast.
6: Come
1: back. He's never <laughs> going to come back now. You already ruined <laughs> And I'm Timbo. You're. Entertainer and host for the evening. So, uh, this is our 11th one, 11 and a half somewhere in there. Uh, I lost track, but I'm going to call it real talk 11. So, Tim, since you've never been in on this party that we have, um, I usually write down a couple of questions and everybody goes in order, um, gives their answer. I started off with a couple easy ones. There's one that there's pretty difficult. It's going to be difficult. I found it difficult when I'm sitting there thinking about it. Um, and then number five. Um, Fifth question, I used to do a bracket. Well, we would do like, uh, what do we do? The the greatest theme shows or theme songs from television.
8: Yeah. We did
1: uh, what was the one before the oh the most uh, nicest person in the world or whatever. I think yeah. what the most likable person I think, and Mister Rogers won that. So, without further ado, I have something special planned for tonight. It's not going to be a bracket. It's not going to be a tournament. It's something that I thought would be interesting to do. So, we'll 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 save that for there. So, are you ready? Question number one. Who's ready? Ready? You ready?
2: Yes. Uh, Sure. I guess. Yeah.
1: I give give you time to think about it. Here we go. And all phones down because I don't want anybody cheating. And Kyle, I better not hear any clicking from your thing. So don't even mute it. I'm watching you, Kyle. Have your hands in the air like this. (laughs) <laughs> All these questions are going to be pretty hard. All right, here we go. Rex, you're kicking us off. What movie landmark would you like to visit?
2: Ooh. I'd have to say The Myers House in Pasadena, California.
0: And you had that answer so fast. Oh,
8: Darian! <laughs> yeah, yeah. easy one. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, probably the uh, the Power Rangers headquarters from the original Power Rangers show. I forget what that building was, but it, that building, sure, why not? It was in a movie. It was in one of the movies. Yeah, counts. All right.
1: Uh,
3: the Bat Cave. Any which? one of them from any. I was like, which
1: one?
3: Any any Batman Bat Cave? All Bat Caves. Greg. Uh, the stairs
4: from the, elect- the Exorcist. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: I want to go to um, the Amityville house. I know there's a lot of controversy and all. everybody has opinions on it, but yeah. I grew up. That's basically what got me into horror and stuff like that, so I definitely want to at least go see it.
6: Tim? I'm a big fan of Starship Troopers. I'm going to say a big planet full of bugs. <laughs> ah. <laughs> a when short say, a fun yeah,
1: When I say landmark, it has to be a real location you can get to. <laughs> oh, it's uh, out hey,
3: there uh, somewhere. <laughs>
1: park, Hawaii. <laughs> uh, Christine,
7: I think uh, you know one of my favorite movies, The Haunting. I think uh that castle where they where they filmed it is that in I. It's not in England, right?
5: I thought it was in England.
7: Is it? in? Okay, it might be in England. Yeah. Sure. Where the, that huge uh, castle, whatever, where they, I think they did mostly the exterior, where they filmed the exterior of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would love to visit that place.
1: Okay. Um, one thing I think I'd love to see, there's two, actually. One would be the Goonies House. And I think that would be a fun visit. Um, And the other thing, I don't know if you guys saw my Facebook post, but that guy that has Falcor in his garage in the shed or whatever, that'd be be pretty cool to go see from the never-ending stories.
4: The owners of the uh, Goonies house, the new owners, they're really cool. And they let you like do TikToks and shit. I've
1: seen that. I want to go so bad. I I just think that would be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're going to roll right into number two. All Right.
8: right? right.
1: And Brett, not everything you say can be Halloween related. Just for-
8: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Right. What one movie prop would you like to have to add to your collection?
8: Ooh,
2: I'd have to say Ash's chainsaw from The Evil Dead Two.
8: Okay, <laughs> it's, a,
0: it's a great
2: option.
0: Uh. Gosh, I'm actually gonna go to Starship Troopers and actually I want that cool alien assault rifle they had going in there. The one that had like the radar dish at the end of it that was ridiculous. The
3: sniper looking thing. That thing, yeah. Oh I will take a lightsaber. Do you have a preference on which one? Red red one. Darth Vader's red Red one. Yeah. Your same Jackson Purple
4: me. Greg? Yeah. So am I not allowed to use the exorcist
1: again? <laughs> sure. No, I just I just didn't want Brett to, to cheat the hollow stuff. I'll take the Michael Mars machete. I
4: want I want the life-size statue of Psuzu. Oh yes. Definitely. I
5: want I want the or one of the bloodstones from the subspecies series. They have a bunch of them because they broke them and they kept losing them, so they have. That's why they like change sizes multiple times throughout the movies, let alone the series. But I always wanted one of them. That's
6: pretty cool. Them. I'm a big Nightmare on Elm Street fan. That's why it got me into horror movies. So obviously, it's going mm. to be Freddy's claw glove, his glove of uh, knives.
1: Nice. You see?
7: Oh. Maybe one of Vivian Leigh's costumes from *Gone with the Wind*.
1: Man, that's a beautiful, beautiful.
7: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I man, there's 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 so many you can choose from. Um, but I think one that I think I'd really probably have the most fun with would be a, a full like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark Indiana Jones outfit with the bullwhip, mm. the, the jacket, the the khakis. That gonna, I really think right. I would like. Lord Helmet's outfit from Spaceballs. I <laughs> just
8: <with> the helmet <laughs> man, he Oh, Oh,
1: fantastic. <laughs> I think that would be fun. So, all right, moving right along. Question number three, here's where it's going to start getting hard. Mount Rushmore is favor- famous for having four presidents on it, or famous yeah. I want you to give me your your Mount Rushmore of horror directors.
2: Four directors? directors. John Carpenter. Uh, Sam Raimi.
8: Greg's like he's taking.
2: <laughs> uh. Two more, huh?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: George Romero. And who
8: else? Oh,
6: can't ding, think of another one. Ding, ding, ding,
7: ding, ding. <laughs> Brett another I don't envy you, Brett.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh. He's just gonna have a. He's just gonna have a, a three faced one. <laughs> one. Yeah, just have a
3: three faced one. Blake's face. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm until I think of one. All right, Kyle. I, think, I think we gotta move on now. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna ditto. Sam Raimi and John Carpenter are kind of a shoo-in for me. Um, after that, probably gonna put in Peter Jackson. You know, he had a lot of crazy Skywalker stuff, and then. Um, James Gunn, yeah, Brightburn and Slither, yeah, I'm putting them in there. Yeah,
3: that'll be All my right. four. Romeo uh, I will do Don Cascarelli from Phantasm. Um, definitely Sam Raimi. He would definitely, definitely be pie number one. Um, John Carpenter, you can't, can't not have him there. And
8: yeah,
3: um, Romero, George Romero. He he sort of invented the zombie thing. Yep. Terrence Fisher would be like also on there the, from the horror films, the, the Hammer films. So I'd have I'll replace Brett and I'll have five. He can have three.
8: <laughs> okay, so thanks, I'll take, Carl.
3: I'll take Terrence Fisher. All right, Greg. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy here. Let's
4: do Hitchcock, Del Toro, Ari Aster, and Ed Wright.
1: Very nice.
5: I'm going to go um, Del Toro, James Wan, Sam Raimi, and Wes Craven.
6: All right. I am probably the only non-movie buff person here. (laughs) I watch movies. Not at all. I don't know any of that crap. (laughs) So just
1: give give us some of your four favorite horror movies, and we'll tell you the directors. Right. I'm on Elm
6: Street, So that's Wes Craven. Obviously, I'm on Elm Street. Um, Darkness Falls.
1: That's a good movie. I don't every know who
6: directed it though. <laughs> That's me with every movie. <laughs> um, I would say, uh, don't be afraid of the dark. Um, oh, what was the name of that movie? Uh, oh, something wicked this way comes. And my last one, what how many what's that? Three?
8: Okay.
6: Um, and uh, yeah, that's fine. What else you got? Okay. And uh, let's say
7: yeah, Friday the thirteenth, why not?
1: All right.
7: Christine. I'm I'm kind of with Tim. I mean, but I would have to say Alfred Hitchcock. Palermo del Toro, Wes Craven. Um, who did what? Was that movie? Was it last Last Street on the Left or um, Last
2: House on the Left? House on the Left. West yeah, West
4: Craven. Wes
2: Craven. Oh, that
7: was Wes Craven. Okay, yeah, that was such a good movie. Yeah, that's about all I can think of.
4: That's that's solid, that's All, all right.
1: right. Okay, yeah, I have one that none of you mentioned, and, and you are going to be ashamed. So I'm already
7: I, ashamed I, so. have,
1: I have Hitchcock I have Romero and I have Carpenter and then I have the great James Well uh, who did Frankenstein Bride of Frankenstein Invisible Man um, I think I think without him a lot of this other stuff wouldn't have happened so that's why I threw him up there I'm going to throw an honorable mention I don't even know if I'm going to give him credit but um, but I'm going to throw Roman Polanski up there. Oh, uh,
7: okay. Yeah, Rosemary's Baby, right?
1: Yeah. It's, it's a really weird movie. Um, yeah, my I, favorite guess, I think. I, I, I think. You know, give credit Facebook where credit's due. There's something on there, and the, the guy said, Rosemary's Baby's a good movie, but I have a hard time separating the artist from real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
3: yeah. That's, yeah. From what that's
1: happened. so that's I, why I'm only going to give him, like, he gets the backside of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> okay.
0: we, we've so. definitely said our piece on Roman Vlaski. <laughs>
1: all right. So, yes, definitely. So, um, very, very, very well. So, here's – that leads into question number four. Out of all the directors that you picked for your Mount Rushmore, not mine, not yours, not your own, what one scene – would you have liked to have been in the room for while they were shooting the film. One of the mm. films they did. Uh, one okay. scene out of the four directors would you have liked to have been in the scene for or to watch them actually film it?
8: I'd have to say
2: Romero and the in uh uh Dawn of the Dead, the original the uh <laughs> the ball scene. scene yes <laughs>
0: Yes, I would say, have to say that.
8: Yeah,
2: I'm
0: gonna say, uh, Sam Raimi and Army of Darkness. Not really a horror film, Sam Raimi, but the uh, the whole scene where um they're driving the car around and destroying all the skeletons back and forth too. I would love to have seen those scenes being shot. and I think it'd be a lot of fun just to watch these por- these bones exploding everywhere nonstop. Sam Raimi, I think, had a lot of fun on set for that film. Yep, that's my choice.
3: Mine would be um the first time the sphere in Phantasm. Is set loose because I've researched that a lot and it, it was a long, long shoot. and I think it'd be fun to watch it and bloody too. Yep, a lot of blood.
4: Um, for me, I would say Hitchcock, rear window, Jimmy Stewart. All in the, uh, window.
5: Yep. Um, I think I would want to, I would have wanted to see, um. It's not just one scene, but it's like the very end of Del Toro's The Devil's Backbone when everything comes together and just everything goes insane. It's a really, really intense ending to a movie, and I think it would have been really incredible to see it.
6: Jim? I would have to go back to um, Starship Troopers, you know, because besides the audio drama that I do, I also do a lot of video work. And I would love to see all the green screen work that was involved in that movie. I would just be flabbergasted. I would absolutely love to see that.
1: All right. Christine?
7: God, most any Hitchcock movie, but um, I think Psycho, maybe the shower scene would have been really cool to watch him do that. That was
8: brutal.
1: Has anybody seen that Hitchcock documentary? I have. 50, 20 or something
3: like that. 74, 12 or something like that. Yeah, I saw oh, it. it.
1: It's good. It's good.
3: It is very good.
1: Um, Yeah, Christine kind of stole my thing. I was, I was thinking the Hitchcock uh, psycho shower scene, but I think also yeah. maybe like the original Frankenstein when James, well, you know, with all the electricity, he's alive, you know, the, the, all the electric stuff. I think that would be really cool to see too. All right, so here we are. Uh, question number five but it's not really a question from me this is your one chance each one of you is going to get the chance to ask a question to the group or ask a topic to the group or to an individual within the group so this is going to be one two three four five like eight questions that can be topics it can be a question that you want to know anything like that so brett you're going to start us off with something
2: Damn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's hard. Just you're really stumping me tonight, Jimbo.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, can you repeat that to me again? Because that didn't a little unclear to me actually. Can you repeat that
1: to okay. me again? So, basically, we're gonna go, everybody has their number. So, Brett has number one. Brett can ask the group a question, an individual a question or bring up a topic that he would like us to discuss as a group.
2: Ah, all right. Okay. I'm going to ask Tim, what got you into doing the audio dramas that you do?
1: Oh, let me, let me see if I know. Uh, I think it's two little words.
6: We're alive. there was When I first got uh, into listening to podcasts, uh, I didn't even know what audio drama was. And I accidentally come across this one called We're Alive, which has ruined practically every audio drama podcast out there. It is top-notch. It's a zombie apocalypse. And I was just amazed with what they did. And uh, at the time Jerry and I were talking back and forth. That's back when the Hitler Horror Stories were still kind of new, not that big. And uh, him and I were talking and uh and I just asked him, I said, Have you ever thought about I don't know, adding a little something at the end of your podcast just to make it a little longer? And he's like, Well, like what? I, said, I don't know, audio drama maybe? He goes, Yeah, go ahead and give it a shot. I'm like, uh, no 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 not, not me. I've never done that in my life. <laughs> So I got stuck doing the audio drama for Jerry, and that's how Triple H was born. It, that's where it got started and grew and learned learned everything, taught myself everything, and got great actors like Jimbo here and Tiffany, and, and uh, got him of the horror house cranking out. The rest is history. Right.
1: Uh, I'm going to have him elaborate there in a second, but... Um, did anybody here I'm old enough to remember with my grandpa, uh, the old radio dramas like Fibber McGee and Molly, The Shadow, um, any of that. Does anybody remember listening to any of those? I
3: Not, had them on cassette when
2: I was younger, yeah, I had them on record album actually.
1: I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> my head, yeah, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. He's like, record, what's <laughs> a <on the> record?
2: <laughs> I used um, to have the old War of the Worlds War on, of the world. on oh, a yeah. vinyl, too.
6: Uh big.
5: I can't think of his name, um, but the gentleman that does "Let's Not Meet" and "Odd Tales," he has one that you guys might like. Um, it's I think it's called "Old Time Radio," where he found remastered pieces or remastered episodes of literal like old time radio shows that are thrillers and stuff like that in that play.
1: There so, there is an app on your phone that you can get that I have I found and it's it's got like fourteen hundred and twenty two episodes of Fibber McGee and Molly. It's got different genre suspense, uh like Shadow, it's got them all. So uh, that might be something you can get, too. So it's really interesting. Before we get going, or moving on, um, why don't you elaborate on what's coming up, uh, audio drama-wise? At least, I think it's still coming up. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the future of your, your your podcasting, if you
6: will. Well, since you brought it up, I haven't officially announced it yet. Oh, <laughs> But, hey, now's a good time to never. Um, actually, Triple H Media is going to be shutting down. Um, it's just between my workload with work and, uh, you know, no big deal. Rebecca and I bought a house and some land and we're doing a complete renovation on the house. So every little bit of spare time I have outside work, is going into building this house. And I just don't have the time, you know, to sit down and edit audio dramas no more. Well, for right now. And uh, so Triple H Media, I believe, I think this next episode that's coming out of and beyond is going to be the last episode, and it's over. Um, But with that being said, uh, my wife and I, we both rededicated our lives to, to Jesus, and we are going back to church, and I strongly feel that I was led to do all this audio drama, get all this experience, all this equipment for a reason. So Triple H shutting down, but when we're done building the house and getting everything settled down, uh, I am going to be starting a new audio drama called Intercede. Uh, it is going to be a Christian-based audio drama. Uh, it's going to be pretty much still the same style. It's going to be in-your-face, a lot of drama, a lot of twists and stories, a lot of tears, Tiffany. Uh, <laughs> so it's going to be very, very religious-based audio drama, and the scripts have already been written on me, and Sarah Dionis have already um, recorded episode one as a trial. And that's going to be about another year or two before that's even ready. But that's what's in hold for Triple H right now. Uh,
1: Do you have a new... uh, I know this was Triple H Media. Do you have a new... I I don't want to say logo, but a new...
6: Yeah, there's going to be be a new name, uh, new logo, because of the material that Triple H Media is involved with versus the new Christian-based media. I don't want the two tied together.
1: Right. I just didn't know if you already had the name picked out. You know what I mean? I don't. Okay. I don't. Well, uh, when you do, um, when when this all kicks off, you're more than welcome to put it on our Facebook pages. I'll have you come on the episode. By the way, we still need to schedule for you to come on and do the never ending Story with me, Kyle. Yes, we do. You get time. I know you're busy, so that's why I told Kyle we haven't done it yet. Um,
6: oh, I'm looking at that still, so. Uh, and and you know why I'm busy.
1: <laughs> right. Well, and honestly, you know, you could have saved yourself a lot of time. You just wait for that tornado to rip through there and tear
8: all the
1: trees down. Right? <laughs> <instead laughs> you you had just got it,
6: done. <laughs> I don't, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a tornado. No, it's uh, the night that hit, we were actually in Dallas Wednesday night. We had an early, early flight, like 7 30 flight out of Dallas uh, to come up here. And uh, that night this storm formed in our area. Um, it was straight line winds. that was they measured up to hundred and thirty miles per hour. They came oh, through and just absolutely destroyed East Texas. Have you Jeez. have
1: you checked on your property or your family?
6: My my actually my mom and her husband were at our property when it hit watching our dog for us. Um somehow out of all our land and our RV and our house, not a single tree was lost. But as soon as you leave our driveway, our entire street out there, it's just destroyed. Limb trees wow. down, houses with trees on them, uh, power lines down, power poles down. It's our little section, untouched. We call that intercede. Wow. wow. Hey, that you see is.
1: what I did there?
6: <laughs> uh, <laughs> intercede. It's it uh, funny because we we own a second piece of property uh, about a half hour away uh, that my son and his family live in, untouched. Everything around it destroyed. Wow! Excellent. It's awesome. <clears throat> All
1: right, Brad. Thanks for that question. Let's move on to number two, Kyle. Number two, Kyle. Kyle that's me. What, All right. What cool. do you want to talk about, Kyle, or ask, or whatever?
0: Ah, uh, I think I'll pose a kind of question to the whole group, have kind of a general. Well, we'll probably be more of a general discussion topic, but I'm trying to make it any spoiler stuff too. Um, That new Indiana Jones film is coming out. um, Features a D.H. Harrison Ford and a lot of scenes in that movie. Um, Also, the new Flash movie just came out too, and apparently, there's also reports that they're kind of bringing back some nostalgia pieces with some deceased actors, kind of reclaiming reclaiming their roles um, through digital um, processes to kind of revive these actors basically from the dead digital archives like that recreating them digitally and i kind of wonder what you guys kind of think about the um the general efficacy of that if you guys are kind of for it what kind of actors you'd like to see in those kind of roles if you, if you would or if you think it's immoral or wrong to kind of um take these people without their consent um and like bring them back from the dead to do these kind of digital scenes and new movies and what people's general thoughts on that so um if we can do the whole work around there maybe you just start with brett and kind of get your general thoughts and see what you think and uh go on there so what
8: now? Yeah,
0: <laughs> Brett, what do you think about like um, studios basically. using CGI to bring back actors from the dead and Oh
1: CGI? All- Oh, No, no. Hey, I, Brett, I'm, I'm, there, I'm not. Brett, there's going to be a movie coming out where they re- re- CGI James Dean. It's like a whole movie with James Dean or something. Oh, Kyle is asking. How do you feel about that? And do you think it's morally or ethically uh, acceptable without having the permission, I guess, of the family or his estate or whatever to do that?
2: Well, for one, I'm not a big fan of CGI. I'm a practical effects guy. Uh, And as far as them making money off of him like that, and especially the family not being involved or giving the okay, I'm not good with that.
1: All right. All right. Uh, do you want
2: to give yours, or do you? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I get my
0: thoughts on. I, I, I find it highly questionable and really, um, really deplorable in some scenarios. I know, like the new, I'm not the top, I know the new Flash movie is doing some stuff with that, with bringing back a whole lot of actors apparently for some kind of bombastic kind of finale thing of a lot of dead actors played previous, r- previous roles in DC Comics returning. And uh, I don't know if I'm totally for that, and kind of r- r- rubs me the wrong way. Um, same time though. I mean, sometimes the nostalgia pieces can hit really hard and if I get permission with the family, maybe there is a route where it's okay or morally okay to kind of depict them that way. But it's, it's, it's a, it's a real delicate line. I think they're working on and I think everyone's, uh, the studios simply are just charging forward with reckless abandon. That really bothers me a lot. I feel like there should be a more case way to do it and they're not doing it right now. Now that's kind of my thoughts on it right now. Carl, what do you think
3: I think in the case of like Peter Cushing and the, um, um, the Star Wars movie it was done very well the family agreed that was Rogue one by the way yeah and, Rogue um, one. it looked really good I mean it was like he was really there so again family was good with it the the effects were good so in that case I thought it was it was great now I actually saw the flash movie today and I think that it was very respectful in the way they showed or brought these actors back it wasn't done in a unfavorable way so I thought that was actually done pretty well so I think case by pay, case by case a lot of them I've seen have been okay then you got a case like Brandon Lee who passed away and they actually sort of brought him back yeah and and again you know that was a little weird but I think it worked out okay. so I'm gonna say in many cases it's okay hmm. alright yeah.
4: Uh, I, I guess my thought would be similar to uh, sports and video games and stuff like that with the NIL. You know, Name, image, and likeness is all controlled by someone. So typically there's there's someone, whether it's an agency, a family member, or whoever that, uh, that, that, that is, that's trying to I'm not sure, uh, keep everybody involved, uh, and make sure that everyone gets paid, or is authorized for whatever it is but to me it's as long as it's done like 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 carlos as long as it's done tastefully and we're not exploiting them after their death that's that's what's really important to me you know i don't want to see like i wouldn't want to see james dean and like you know something like that you know where they're they're purposely going against their wishes and doing something
0: like like some youtube deep figure just using some popular actor's voice for a completely really different message they would never
4: agree with something like that you know, yeah like you know political stunts that kind of way would be terrible but if it's done tastefully and people are you know agreeing to the name image likeness on it then yeah go for it
5: um i kind of feel the same way i think that if it's done very, very delicately and very, very carefully with not only the approval and involvement of the family and giving them a big say on how they think it should be done or if it's fitting to how that person like portrayed their characters or whatever. Just for an example, like um, Chadwick for the Black Panther series. Oh, sorry, them, yeah. um, That was the first thing that came to mind when you started saying that. Personally, I think they did a really good job passing that character on, so I don't think that they should do that. But say that was one of the situations where they were considering it. I don't think that it should be a full-on movie about him as the Black Panther. Like, if it's a flashback or a voice recording or, like, a video or something, it should only be a small portion of the film. It shouldn't be the focal point, and it should be only put in to, like, amplify what's going on and not... The give all, take all, whatever you know, but um, as long as like the piece of family have a good portion of the say and they agree to it and they think that it would suit that person's character, justice. Then I mean, I don't really see a big problem with it.
6: Mm -hmm. Tim All right. I am the true definition of a Gen X guy. So here's my Gen X answer. I don't care. <laughs> if it doesn't affect me, doesn't affect my family, I don't care what the crap you do. If it brings back some of my favorite stars to look at again, do it. I don't care. That's simple. I'm not going to go, well, you shouldn't do this because of this. It might hurt the feelings, or don't do that. I don't care. If you want to do it, do it. Bring them back. Christine?
7: I just saw uh, an episode on Black Mirror. Did you guys watch that at all?
1: I haven't watched any of the new stuff yet.
7: Okay, New episodes just came out and they had uh, an episode that kind of brought this whole thing up where this average woman did you see it Tiffany? Uh Uh-uh. Oh okay. I didn't watch it
8: though.
7: Oh okay. (laughs) This woman's life was suddenly this episode on Netflix. And it was all, uh, um, I guess you're talking about CGI or whatever, but Selma Hayek was the quote-unquote actress who portrayed her, but it wasn't really Selma Hayek. It was all, um, I guess we call it CGI. Yeah, it was all AI. So they got away with it. They were able to create this woman's life, and there was nothing anybody could do about it because it was all computer animated. And everybody was pissed off about it. So I I think it brings up just a whole new ethical you know, thing of, is it okay? Is it not okay? What are the parameters? Um, how can it be used? What are their permissions? So it, this could be bringing in a whole new era of what's okay, what's not okay, what are their permissions and all that. So I, I don't know, maybe it's up to... Um, you know if if you're dead then um maybe it's up to the estate of what can be used and what not can be used and what constitutes good taste or not good taste it's i don't know kind of personal preferences so it'll be interesting to see going forward with but chat gbi and all that what what's going to happen awesome thank you guys
1: well hang on kyle Say, <laughs> I don't. I don't you care don't, about your. Yeah, I you know. get your opinion every week. I don't. This is how I, host, host Carl sounds, feels like. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you just a host. Um, here, here's the thing. I think a uh, couple things. Number one, I think it matters if the actor is still living or not. Like Harrison Ford, they're 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 CGI down younger in age uh luke skywalker and i believe it was the mandalorian season finale when he came back mm-hmm. he they put his face on there excellent um the peter cushing thing outstanding even though he's he was dead um so if they're just taking it to make a actor look younger i don't have a problem with that um when they exploit the people for just m- monetary gain i i do have a problem with that um it, go, it should go to the family um or or the, whoever you know their kids their grandkids whatever now there was a movie. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was called Simone, and I believe it was um, it was either I think it was Al Pacino, and he created this whole woman named Simone, and she became like this television sensation, and she like won like an Academy Award or not. But the only problem was she was all a, a computer thing that he made. So when <laughs> she's like got to go get the award on, they all like oh is she real is she not real is she gonna come out and all that so. I, I suggest you watch that movie too, but that also throws in, okay, if you're going that route, well, what about when they did the hologram of Michael Jackson uh, in, in 3D or whatever on stage uh, singing? Or Tupac, they did that too. Yeah, right. Ronnie James
2: mm-hmm. Dio they did it with too.
1: Right. So how do you feel about that if you go to the musician world? um, I went to an Elvis concert, and I say that. Uh, I took my grandma to an Elvis concert. This was like in Late '90s, I believe, maybe early 2000s. The thing was, they had all of Elvis's original orchestras there, um, like the 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 stamps, whoever they were. But they had the Elvis on like a gigantic jumbotron, and they cut out all. They had him singing his songs, but they cut out all the vocals from everybody else, and they sung it there in, in person, or the backup singers and played the instruments while he sang his vocal thing, which was pretty cool. Um, so that's just. It is what it is. I think we're going to get more of it now, Carl. I have a question for you. As far as a follow up to what you said, uh, you okay. said Cushing, you said Peter Cushing in the Star Wars. Would you like to see them bring back uh, Peter Cushing and maybe um, you know some of those older uh, horror actors for like the the Hammer style type movies?
3: If the uh, estate and the family are good with it, I would. I think it would be cool. I I would love to see Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing back. Up yeah, again, that, that would be cool, yeah. And there are states, even Vincent Price, you know, they there's a Vincent Price Facebook page which is ran by his, um, it's his daughter. estate, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if there's an estate and somebody that's in control of it, I think that makes a big difference.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Carol, we're up to you, buddy.
3: Okay, I got a group question, and this is sort of a different thing. What would be your favorite genre or subgenre or your least favorite i should say of 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 any kind of movies you know like maybe you don't like documentaries or you might not like um like torture horror or just horror in general or just it's comedies like, in general just <laughs> just just a, just sub, just a, just a <laughs> genre or subgenre you do not like watching or annoyed by it romantic comedies.
8: A wrong cow. There you go. Car? You love them
0: all so much.
2: <laughs> no,
0: you can't get enough of them, Brett.
2: <laughs> no, I, I'm not a big fan. Are we surprised? Uh, I'm not a big fan.
0: Uh, for me, it's all about like going to the horror genre. I really love cosmic horror, especially. I love like things that have like existential dread or el- eldritch gods destroying the world, or terrible revelations about the universe being, you know, out to get you and all those kind of things. I love any film that kind of tackles those I, those crazy ideas of a uh, you know a hostile universe basically on humanity. You know, so I love those kind of uh, crazy things going on there. So that's probably my favorite little subgenre of films that come few and far between. But when they come, I, I'm really I'm there for them. Carl, how do you think? What do you think your favorite chef's genre is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was
3: not least famous, favorite. yeah. Favorite. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. Give it
1: to the millennium. Carl, uh, I,
3: thought it was <laughs> I thought it was either war. Sorry, we oh. just do either war, that's fine oh. too. Okay, did it. <laughs> if you if you believe that much in them, that's that's good, Carl.
1: <laughs> what, what's yours?
3: Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll say, um, <laughs> no, i will probably say um
3: no, I'm trying to see if I can break it down any further, but I don't like musicals. I know that's probably maybe a little controversial, but besides Phantom of the Opera, I just don't like musicals. Now I'm not Greece. talking about movies have that, Greece, that have sands. <laughs> Greece is an example. You know, if there's bands or a singer, you know, like um but yeah, musicals I don't like and I just can't sit through them. Greece would be a good example. Yeah. Screw you! No, <laughs> Repo: The Genetic Opera. Come on, it's freaking amazing. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is good. No, no that's no. the only Re- one I like. Repo: The Genetic Opera. The Genetic oh, Opera.
0: Now, oh, no.
1: that's a, that's a, that's
0: a, that's a choice. I'll give it that much. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, i a Rocky Horror Picture Show too.
4: Yeah, that's true. Bill Mosley sang um, "Marking Up" to me, so it will forever be high on my list. Mm uh oh so but for me for my least favorite is uh there's two that are like tied but rape revenge stories are probably number one and then women as the villains like i don't understand why like the mean girls trope is a thing like, It's mm-hmm. annoying at this point like i can't stand watching it if i if i see a group of girls and they're just crapping on another girl or another dude or whatever. I can't. It just immediately turns me
8: off. I don't like
5: it. I do not like sports movies. (laughs) The one that I like is more of a parody of anything, but I, no, 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 no. I don't watch it on TV when it's real. I don't want to see it. You don't want to see a
1: movie of it. Wait a minute. have Have you ever watched Hoosiers?
5: I don't like them.
1: <laughs> have you ever watched Hoosiers
0: well? But if you watched the one that I like, kidding. right? Have <laughs> you watched what I like? Then you'd like sports movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch Hoosiers.
8: You no, know. I'm good. I'm um, good.
1: Jimbo, feel the
4: dream.
0: Does
8: anybody
1: here
3: watch Hoosiers besides me? I have. Of course I have. <laughs> but sports movies are one of my favorite categories, so <laughs> me All and right, Tiffany Paul. are complete opposite. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Tim? first of all carl i no longer own i don't know you no more okay i don't know (laughs) you either Tim. i'm afraid a sasquatch is
3: going to kidnap you one day out there in east texas anyway so (laughs) i am sasquatch
6: okay so anyway (laughs) see the size of me uh (laughs) my least Hmm. favorite chick flicks i i hate chick flicks i have banned hallmark from my house (laughs) that's <laughs> all my wife watches chick flicks and female vampire movies It's just no no chick flicks period so you're not,
1: you're not the Hallmark Christmas huh
6: <laughs> no well it is Christmas I have to be nice she lives there too I let a few I let a few <laughs> own in the house Dude, that's why she
1: gets a she shed
4: you got black Christmas. Don't okay. open till Christmas.
6: I'm building her a house. What more do you want? A she shed. That's, that's what she that shed. has
5: the Hallmark Channel. <laughs>
6: yeah, i yeah, I get her a she shed TVs <laughs> up there. Chick flicks on each one. <laughs> the same.
7: Um. Well, don't hate me, Tim. But my don't. least favorite would probably. I love The Sound of Music. But yeah, musicals. I still have not seen La La Land.
3: Thank you. I got something on my side. <laughs> yeah.
8: Not very good.
7: Yeah. Sound
3: of music is something that you definitely But I
7: love know. the sound of music. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe there's exceptions. Fiction. Yeah, there, there's definitely exceptions. I mean yeah. there are some musicals that I really like. Yeah.
4: Cannibal the musical. <laughs> 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 you don't use the musical.
6: What?
1: Beetle, there's a beetlejuice musical there's a shrek musical there's a bunch of musicals
6: hairspray
1: yeah
7: I like hairspray i like hairspray
4: it's a
1: I, musical. like i said
7: there are there are some musicals i really it's like something. yeah <laughs> yeah definitely
4: 85
8: is like to me a musical one i'd, I'd rather just watch see. a
4: concert song yeah, i think uh okay because yeah. everyone else
0: I actually mentioned them they just like I, I actually dislike it, so just one thing i like the one thing I dislike the most of all films, film genre, is uh, live action remakes of uh, animated films or live action adi- adaptations. Okay. I think it's some of the worst garbage ever seen by man. Disney remakes or some of the most just oh, like. Yeah,
7: The Little Mermaid just came out. The Little the Mermaid, World Beauty Basics,
0: the and the Beast is like, these are amazing the kind of live, ap- films. live action. You don't need to remake them. Adaptations. You're all yeah. terrible people for doing it.
7: <laughs> I don't think they needed to redo Little Mermaid. I think. Uh...
0: No one asked for a live action crab,
1: you know. Like, what if a crab? But you no. had did you make? No, don't do that. That was that, he looked really weird too. Dude, I watched it.
7: That's he what did. I heard. I've heard the he looked really weird.
1: So I up, <laughs> Here's the
7: and one. I love. Rocky, Rocky Horror Picture Show is one of my favorite movies. Oh, oh, yeah, it's a good one. Great. Yeah, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there are musicals that I really do like that one. Yeah.
1: Here's what, here's probably my least favorite uh genre. I guess it would be like anything with like, like bars. Like, I don't, I hate the Fast and the Furious movies. I like the first one. Oh, yeah, and then it just started it getting ridiculous. Carrie, yeah, or not Carrie, uh, Christine, Christine, rubber, uh, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. It's just <laughs> <hard to drive. laughs> What about the hearse? Hearse is not a whole car; it's just the tire.
5: That doesn't.
8: I
1: I I don't like those. And then I do not like anything that's set entirely in like a hospital setting, like Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. Um, Halloween two, yeah, Halloween (laughs) two. I did like. I did like um, John Q. I thought that was very well done. But other than that, I just it's it's not my thing.
4: Jimbo hates Patch Adams.
1: <laughs> I like Robin Williams. But, um, so that's that. So we are up to
4: Greg. Greg. Right? Greg. Uh, well, anyone that knows me knows that my was about horror and heavy metal. And uh, I, I don't get a chance to talk about music as much as I'd like to, especially on uh, movie shows. So. I'm going okay,
1: on to, to... <laughs> exactly,
4: exactly. <laughs> I, I'm going to ask everyone what's their top 3 favorite bands.
2: Oh. That's hard.
7: Oh, especially for Brad.
2: I listen to so many. I think Come on, Brad review my terrible choices three favorite bands your your
4: three favorite or three most listened to
2: uh probably iron maiden would be one uh slayers definitely on the list
3: and uh i've been listening to a lot of scorpions lately wow wow you like a lot of that '70s stuff, like the scorpions and UFOs. So that yes. that, would, that would make sense for you. Yeah. Kyle, uh, gosh. um, on the metal track,
0: I should uh if going to metal. I'll probably put Judas Priest there first. No, 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 don't have. To, it doesn't have to be metal. It doesn't have to be metal, but I, just, oh, I feel compelled. About, I feel compelled. He's like he's <laughs> like
1: in sync. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> he's a squinty, he's a
0: <laughs> I'm the millennial. Now it has to be.
1: It's
0: like Justin Bieber and Hannah Montana. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, so Judy Priest, Judas Priest, pushing there first. Then, um, gosh, I like the Mountain Goats, amount too. Of course, it's more folk indie band. And rounding up on the third, uh, <laughs> it's a hip hop duo. So, but I'm putting it there anyways. I'll uh, probably run the jewels Probably be kind of them. Yeah. Okay. So put more theory there.
3: So cool, Carl. Uh, Maiden, priest, and probably Kiss, because I listen to Kiss more than any b- band that exists. Quick and to the point. I love it. Yes, it is. Ronnie James Dio would need to be there as well, so I'll have to put four. Yeah, it's a hard question. Any any band that Ronnie was in too? It don't matter. The Rainbow Sabbath. Rainbow Sabbath yeah. Dio. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, f- for me, my favorite band
4: is Every Time I Die. My second favorite would be The Offspring, and then my third favorite usually bounces around, but it's either Lamb of God or Rancid. I usually go from heavy, like hardcore heavy metal, to
3: uh, punk because of the way I grew up. So Rancid's a good band. i
5: I can only do right now because my music taste just fluctuates so much and there's so many bands i go in like cycles but um right now the three that i've been listening to the most are any given sin uh fire from the gods and i know i'm gonna get some hate but i freaking love lady gaga so i've been listening to a lot of her
3: her. i I freaking love
5: her
8: I
3: just
5: love her. I Love her. I,
3: I her. got a lot of respect for. Her. I call my I
5: listeners
3: as well. So
5: yeah, okay. so sh- I've been listening to a lot of her lately.
3: Yeah, gotta show solidarity. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
6: All right, my turn, I guess. Huh? Yep. Yeah, I guess so. All right. I am a die-hard, born and raised, if you will, '90s guy. I was part of the hair nation. Brought up on long hair, heavy metal. love that stuff. With that said, I was also brought up on Christian music. So, obviously, my first pick is going to have to be Striper. One of my Good utmost pick. favorite bands, listened to them since the very beginning. And then my second choice was also going to be a Christian rock band. It's called Bride. If you never heard Bride, check them out. And then, uh, um, my third choice because I love rock and roll, I love heavy metal, and I love blues. You put those three together, you get Cinderella. Cannot get enough Cinderella. I absolutely love the rocky blues type of music.
4: That is not a band. I He's can. gonna
2: be in Dallas next week, Tim. Yeah, Tom Keefer's. Yeah,
6: that's With what John I Karabi. Hear. What day? What day is they gonna be there?
2: Uh, I think it's the 18th, maybe. And I
6: think we come back on the 17th. No, because today's
2: the 18th.
6: <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Dude, 17th. You know how much I work. I can't keep my crap together. <laughs> so we'll, we'll be back uh, next. I think we fly back next Friday. So it's right now we're in Niagara Falls with the grandchildren. So it's. Uh, so, Christine, yours.
7: Oh, it, this is tough. I mean, growing up, I, I love disco. I mean, that was like high school for me going to high school dances and stuff. So I, I just love disco. I really like the who um, it's just so hard. I'm like looking through my playlist. <laughs> I don't say it's like, what, what do I listen to now? And I've got, I've got journey. I've got Fleetwood Mac. I've got Earth, Wind, and Fire. I've got Eagles. I've got The Doors. I've got Dire Straits. I mean, I just listen to so many different things.
6: All it, good stuff. It is, yeah. I just, listen
7: to, I just listen to a little bit of everything. ACDC, ABBA. I really can't pick favorites. It's just a little bit of everything.
4: Journey is one of my secrets that I don't tell a lot of people. but ah, all,
7: so. I love I saw. I saw Journey with the, the newer singer pre-COVID, probably, Twenty seventeen, maybe oh, they were so good. Awesome, they yeah. were awesome. Yeah, in Santa Barbara. Yeah, I was. I went with my son and daughter-in-law. We had yeah. such a good time. Nice.
2: All right, Jimbo. Yeah. Here we go. I know you're going to say Cannibal Corpse, brother.
1: Yes. an <laughs> <laughs> no. Annihilator. Um, I don't listen to a lot of music. Um, I'm more of the podcast listening, audio drama. All that, but when I did listen to music, uh, probably uh, Def Leppard, uh, Casting Crowns, yeah, a good one, uh, oh, and the Sattler Brothers.
4: Oh, also, shout out to Upon a Burning Body, who I'm spotting sporting today. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice,
1: kill it, baby.
8: All
1: right, uh, Tiff,
5: um, I have a movie question for everybody what, okay, in can- It's kind of generic, but I'm definitely curious with the different personalities that we have here. Uh, What is a movie that is one of your favorites that you think people would be surprised to know is one of your favorites?
0: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Show for me, nothing surprised anyone at this point. Uh, <laughs> <good
8: Brad.
1: laughs> I like this one.
8: of I, course. You too. Let me just
1: let me just remind everybody this is a family friendly show, <laughs> yeah, Brad. Before we get going, <laughs>
2: uh, a movie that I like that
5: people would be surprised to know that you like
8: <sighs> The Little Mermaid.
3: Uh, (laughs) i don't think there's any surprises with Brett. really uh
1: what about that andy warhol
3: (laughs) i don't know i'm a
2: big james bond fan besides horror so uh any james bond probably my favorite james bond movie is diamonds are forever oh that is a
4: perfect movie
0: i'm um, looking at my list right here because i have my i have a i have a more i have a giant pile of voodoo movies and then i have a more curated list in there i think the one that's like why do i like this probably go down to the uh stealth from 2005 about a ai jet fighter that goes crazy and starts killing a lot of people and uh it's really dumb. It has a whole 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, uh, with, uh, kind of works that whole film.
1: Hey, is that the one with Jamie Foxx?
0: <laughs> yes, Jamie Foxx. Okay. Jessica Beale.
1: I got a story. I work with a guy that is was actually on the aircraft carrier. He's in the movie as one of the Navy guys. He was in the Navy, and he's in the movie. Oh, cool. <laughs> so he, works, he works where he used to work, too, Kyle. So I'm going to try to get him on one day when we cover that and let him tell a story. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's probably the weirdest one I'm like, because like, it's it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie all around, and I love it. <laughs> I also have a book adaptation. I bought the book.
8: Just
3: oh, wow. Before. Carl, <laughs> save me. Mine is For Love of the Game, which is a Kevin Cosner movie. It's a baseball movie, and it's Sam Raimi directed it, but it's actually more of a love story than it is okay. anything else. And that's on my top 10 list. It's a really good movie.
4: Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say.
8: That. Um, have to. <laughs> it
4: loves cats.
0: Why? Hello Kitty in Tokyo.
4: <laughs> it is. It's the proposal with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra
8: Bullock. <laughs> 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 I was going
4: to say
6: that. Great movie. Um, <laughs> great movie. <laughs>
8: uh,
6: um,
5: mine would either be one of two things. Um, I'm not a big fan of musicals either. But one of my all-time favorite movies is Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. So that would be one. And the other is anything Ninja Turtles. I'm all over. They're my dudes. Like, I'm going to grow up and marry Donatello. I don't care what anybody says. It's going to happen eventually. <laughs>
8: live the dream. Can you believe
6: hard enough. <laughs> all right, well. Greg took my answer, I was actually going to see a proposal uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but since that was taken uh, I love horror movies I love everything with blood blood. I like watching people blow up I like <laughs> murder, I like violence, so with all that being said and Jim Bullery knows this answer one of my utmost favorite movies is The Never Ending Story it's a great I can, movie. I don't know about now, but you should ever quote that movie word for word with movies. You know, it pissed piss my wife off every time.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Christine. Okay. can't think of the name of it right now, but it's the the Christmas movie with the English guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
8: Really narrow. Wow, so yes. That movie <laughs> with the English guy. Yeah. Don't give us spoilers here. English guy.
7: It's around Christmas time. He's got a. He sings a song. um Oh my god! I can't think of the name. Of no, no, no. It's a new. It's a newer movie. It was like in the two two thousands. What What's Love Got to Do with It, or something like that. um Oh, God, I'm, I'm blowing it. <laughs> he, he's okay. he's famous it for month. singing. He, no he's an older guy. Um, God, I can see his face. There's a girl that has a corporate job. He kind of falls in love with her. Um,
0: oh, this one was just so I'm busy. She has no time for love.
1: That's <laughs> got to be <Christmas>. a Walmart. <laughs>
7: yeah. Okay, I can't think of the name of it. So, I'll just come up with another one. Um, Clueless, that's a really cute movie. Okay. You know, with with the little chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Was it Reese Witherspoon? Uh, Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I
1: (laughs) love Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Movie changed my job. I have a knife. All right. Um, I'll give you a couple. One you've probably never even heard of. There's a movie called No Sleep Till Christmas.
8: Uh, oh okay I
1: watched it probably two years ago um it's about uh, a lady that's getting married but she can't sleep at night something's bothering her and she ends up, uh going into this uh parking lot and this guy's outside or whatever and he gets in the car with her or whatever and they both fall asleep sound asleep and they wake up in the morning and she's like look we have to make this arrangement where we have to sleep together, basically sleep together, not sleep together, but sleep together, just so we both could get rested. You know what I mean? So this whole entire movie, <laughs> they they always have to do something to end up next to each other, and they fall asleep. Um, it's really, it's a rom com, I guess, at Christmas time. But I like that. There's a really uh, interesting movie called The Last Dance uh, with Sharon Stone, where she plays the first uh, t- uh, lady that's going to be executed in Texas. I do believe. I oh. Um, very um, I'm not going to admit this but I'll say it on the podcast I cried in the movie theater on a date when I was
8: watching wow
1: Um, let her know you're sensitive yes it's very very sensitive and then obviously anything with Reese Witherspoon Pleasantville, Sweet Home Alabama all that stuff if she's in it I love it Um, so that's fine
6: right, Jeff. Right. Right. I did, or, I did uh, have a question for Tiffany, but I didn't want to put her on the spot.
5: That's okay. So, that's
6: all right, Tim. We'll give you two. Go all ahead. right. <laughs> it's all right. Well, I don't know if anybody's supposed to know yet. Um, do you have plans? You say you don't have a podcast of your own yet. Do you have plans for it to come out? And if so, what would it be about?
5: I do. Um, I want to do... I See... Ugh. Any of you that have gotten to know me, like you and James and anybody else, my brain is just in, it's dumb. I'm just, I have the dumb and I can't focus. (laughs) So I have too many ideas going on at one time and it's really hard to narrow it down. So what I want to do is I kind of want to do like an all inclusive type thing based off of one main idea. I like the paranormal. I like spooky stuff. So I had an idea for the podcast that I want to do where I have somebody come on with me. If if not each episode as often as possible. And we either discuss something paranormal. We discuss a horror movie. We discuss like a topic for that thing. Whatever it is. But it's all going to be um, paranormal related or like scary related. And It's just going to be fun. I want it to be fun. Uh, I want people to enjoy listening to us be goofballs. Um, But something along those lines. I I can't choose one topic because I like more than one thing. So that's what's (laughs) taking so long. I finally think I have a way of incorporating at least a handful of things that I like to make it work without yeah. it being just one big dust ball of crazy. So it's going to be something along those lines, but I want it to be fun and lighthearted and just two people talking about goofy stuff that they like.
6: i I you you a chance to put in a seamless plug there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I have a name for it, but I'm not going to say it yet. I think I told Greg.
1: Okay. Well, if Greg knows you got to tell everybody now. Yeah.
5: I can't because the first word's a bad word.
1: Ah, so. What do you say? Beep and then the day. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. No, beep,
5: Because I didn't put it out yet. I don't
1: want
8: it. has got to it's I be, real. That it's be real. you guys would real, make it, but I don't want awesome. somebody
5: to hear it yet. I'll, I'll message you it.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tim, did you have another one or was that it?
6: Uh yeah, we'll make this one interesting. Think I'm of the Now <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can all right. think of uh, your least uh favorite movie. And if you could direct your least favorite movie, what would you do to change it? How would you change the plot?
2: What did I say my least favorite movie was? Change it all the time.
1: Yeah, I've heard him say rubber. <laughs> I've heard him say <laughs> uh hmm. What was that other one he said? Least
2: favorite movie. Least
1: favorite oh, no, no. Movie. What, hey, Carl or Brad, what was that one with the grizzly bear or whatever?
8: The cocaine grizzly.
7: bear? Oh, no. Cocaine bear. Oh, cocaine seven, bear?
2: No. Uh, there, there's a movie called uh, Prophecy. Okay. And Which one?
1: There's several prophecies. Yeah, there's one with Christopher Walken. This real- was from
2: the <laughs> 70s. I know which one. It was about this mutant thing that actually, what it was, it was a shaved bear with shaving cream on it. We've all been there. So (laughs) I would, I would change that. Last night, I would put something better than shaving cream on the bear.
1: (laughs) Marshmallows. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So there you go. All
1: right. right.
2: Uh, uh. Oh,
0: that was for everyone? Not just him? Okay. Uh, was it the uh, least favorite movie and what I would change? Uh, gosh, I'm probably just going to lump in all of Michael Bay's Transformer stuff and probably do what they're doing right now, where they're staying more true to the source material and making it a lot dumber. And I really appreciate that, too. Michael Bay just uh, Michael Bay was also really dumb in the movies because that's what Transformers are. It's for 10-year-olds, and I appreciate that. Um, but they at least took off like hey let's let's take off a lot of the racism and sexism and all that weird stuff <laughs> let's just make it for actual 10 year olds <laughs> not be weird and have like original G1 designs with simpler transformations and have it be a fun show in that way and have the human characters actually do stuff that actually is meaningful <laughs> and not just be Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox so that's what I would do with uh, any other Transformers movies with Michael Bay involved and that probably qualifies as my least favorite movie of all time probably so that's what I would
3: do yeah. Carl what about you? Mine is definitely Star Wars, The Last Jedi. That is the biggest piece of garbage ever created. And I would do one simple thing. I would fire that director and bring J.J. Abram back to redo that movie. And I think it would follow the continuity of the other two a little better. So fire, what's his name? Marine Johnson. I don't Ryan know. Marine Johnson. Right. Yeah. He don't even spell his name right. I can't even pronounce it. Fire that guy <laughs> just straight up. Yeah. Last
0: okay. on Netflix now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Maximum
3: Overdrive. Oh, Ooh, what would you do? And yeah, I,
4: <laughs> I would actually make it scary.
3: It's um, not scary. You're right. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's funny. It
4: has some decent one liners, and the script isn't terrible. But it's a <laughs> cocaine fueled mess, and um. I just don't like it. So I'd make good it. soundtrack
3: though.
4: I mean, Excellent yeah. soundtrack. <laughs> Watch I'm, that movie for the ACBC soundtrack. That's
3: pretty much it. I bought it on uh, Blu-ray and then I kicked myself for buying it because I forgot how bad it was. I just pre-ordered the 4K. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that,
0: there we go. There we go. I have transformers on 4K too. Don't worry.
3: <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> um I my thing is kind of not necessarily My least favorite movie but it goes along with my least favorite things that I see in movies and watching horror you come across this endlessly I do not like violence against animals I think it's just disgusting and it will be there are very few exceptions in my movies that I like where I will actually continue to watch the film um One of my favorite sites is does the dog die.com and I will look every single title up because it will tell you everything from anything animal related. If it's in that movie to things Mm. like assaults, child abuse, you know, anything needles, it'll tell you everything. So I think that's one of the things that I would stop because to me, that doesn't make the villain scarier. It just makes you a terrible person. And I don't want to
0: watch that. You're so right. And I just imagine like a John Wick series that's a lot more lighthearted and fun. And never I've got
5: never watched it. watched it because I will not watch that. I can't.
0: That'll
8: wreck It was great. It was It'll wreck me. I can't understand.
5: If I see that in a movie, it messes with me for like weeks. <laughs> so I can't watch it. I understand. I'll watch
3: but... Pet Cemetery then.
0: <laughs>
5: it didn't bother me, but you don't really see. It's Church, not like, yeah. you don't know. There's, the there's, a there's a difference. Well, there's well. Church comes back
3: things. though, at least. So he, yeah. It's, it's
1: yeah. About like cannibal Holocaust, where they ripped. A yeah, that, that's it.
3: bad. I will cannibal,
5: never watch it. Cannibal never. Holocaust
3: has
4: two real on-screen. Yep. Um, yes. Well,
5: that's that's my big thing. There. I just can't.
4: The original.
0: Hate it.
8: As
4: well.
5: What's that? I. No, it's still not okay. <laughs> I don't want to see
8: it.
0: Now everyone wants to see your favorite animal mirror movies. Like, no,
1: don't do that. <laughs> hey, what do you think my question is gonna be? <laughs> well, well, for example,
5: for example, one of my favorite series is called The Collection. So the Collection and The Collector yeah. with um they're, they're not very animal friendly, but it's not the focal point of the movie. Like, though so that it's a fine line and it's not incredibly graphic. Like, there's one scene in the collector that I cannot watch. I fast forward it all the time. But there are a couple of other ones that it happens, but it's not as bad. It's just overall, I think that would be my big thing.
6: Okay. Good enough. Yeah? Uh, mine's kind of a split answer. I would say the worst movie uh, would be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <gasps> and what I would do is I would stop production and throw it away. Oh, That's okay. what I would to make it better. Y'all have a good night. Horns up! Yeah, I'm with you. Greg. I'm with you. I absolutely hated it. So stupid. But, That's the one. I think yeah. you're walking it into. I mean, they dumb and then they're stupid. That was. just tells you everything you need to know. Tim
2: Mullins is not allowed
3: back on Real Talks anymore. <laughs> yeah, he just got kicked off for killing uh, killer clowns from outer space. Off.
6: Well, then I'll, I'll bring Gunner on next time. How's that? He's he's a big mouth, no filter kind of guy.
3: <laughs>
8: is. hes the
6: like old man from it. Solo. <laughs> he's a, a smart ass old man. Anyway, um, the second one would be—it's—it's uh, it's an okay movie. Um, There's a scene in there I thought absolutely ruined the, the whole movie. Um, that was Deliverance. And obviously, it's—I would do away with the rape scene altogether. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the rape scene. That was unnecessary. <laughs> well, like a pig. Well, like a pig. All
7: right, Christine. I you the animal. Um, <laughs> my least favorite movie that I ever saw, and Brett will disagree with me on this, was Eraserhead. I hated that movie.
1: What are you to change it to make it better, though?
7: I would make it. Like Tim said, <laughs> I would just throw Avatar it in the trash, sabotage it, <laughs> <Avatar>. kill <laughs> it off. Just, yeah,
6: make it a non eraserhead head. Was,
7: Oh my Making god, that was head. the worst.
6: She would have raised her head.
7: Oh man, I, that movie was just so freaking weird. <laughs> I, ugh, I think Similism I saw it in the for it. 80s. Similar to for this.
8: A parent, it's
7: <laughs> Did anybody else see it? Oh, I thought totally it
1: a long time.
7: It, it's, oh, it was just a gross movie. <laughs> it's
2: art. It's art.
8: It's, it's... art
7: art it was just there was one scene where this bedroom scene where I think the the couple had a baby but it was like a worm it was just disgusting (laughs) (laughs) it it was so I still remember that scene to this day it was just the most disgusting I think it was in black and white too if I remember correctly Mm -hmm. it was like a post-apocalyptic world I think and it Ah, that film should just be trash. If yeah. That one disturbed a,
4: you, Christine. I got a list of movies for you.
7: Uh, yeah, no thanks. That's as disturbed as I want to get.
1: Human centipede
2: Ooh, gotta, yeah. gotta love human centipede. You gotta play all three movies at no, once.
1: No,
7: no. <laughs> <So laughs> yeah, that's experience.
8: A, oh, Except I remember like the name Floyd. of
7: the. I remember oh. the name of the movie that I liked. It was Love Actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. Never heard of that was...
7: Love Actually. It's no. like a romance. Movie. You ever heard of love. <laughs> it's a love actually. No.
3: <laughs> Is that that's the one with the old English guy? And I never heard of. Yeah, At
7: it's Chris's favorite Christmas. genre. Wow. <laughs> all right. It's a great movie. Probably
1: one of the worst movies I ever saw was Mother! Exclamation point.
7: Ah, you Fair said this before. All yes. Right. yes. Now, I say
1: this all the time. Uh, it was Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Benicio del Toro? I know. I don't think, yeah, it's I think del Toro. so. I'll look it up real quick. I think it is. Isn't it? It maybe. I'll look it up.
0: I'll
8: go that real
1: quick. The actor that played it. Anyway, I I went to the theater to let my son pick it out. I watched the movie and I left. Go. Everybody left the movie said, "What did we just watch?" Because if you remember the trailer for it, it's, it's a house in the middle of nowhere. There's like no roads going to it. Jennifer Lawrence is there. Her husband's there. Then these people show up. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer shows up. And this other guy, they let him in. Then uh, their sons. And one son kills the other son. And then it goes into like Lovely. Uh, the, the guy's writing a book. And all these people come to get his book and sign autographs. And in the middle of all this, Jennifer Lawrence has a baby. And then they take the baby and eat it. Uh, what? Hard. It just goes crazy. It's basically an allegory of the Bible when it comes down to it. Uh, from Jennifer Lawrence's Eve or Mother Earth and the Travelles of Mother Earth and all that. Um it was you fix, I really don't know what what'd you say? It was Javier Bardem. Yeah. Not Vencio Delp. Okay. Oh no, but who did the uh who was the director?
0: The director was uh Darren Aronofsky.
1: Okay. Oh that explains a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you ever get the chance to watch it, don't <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what I would do to change it. Be- I, I guess trash it. No, you know I'm going to trash it because I think uh, anybody's vision of a movie is art. And I don't think anybody should trash anybody else's vision of art, um, no matter how bad it is or because how- everybody has an opinion. So, because yeah. I didn't like it, it may be somebody else's favorite movie and they're like, you just don't understand. No, I understand. Um, it's just, it was just a really weird movie to me. And so, so I took my son to see it, and, and we're both like, that, that was terrible. Well, my best friend's like, well, how bad can it be? So, next day I took him, <laughs> and it still didn't make sense. So, I went <laughs> twice to go see it the- <laughs> twice. <laughs> I oh I forgot about, I oh terrible. my gosh. Yeah. So, oh. I'm not really sure what I would do to change it. Uh, it mm-hmm. I, I understand the story now, but after, after after researching and trying to figure out what was going on. But, the other movie, um, I think Halloween Ends. Um, yes. The thing, I don't I don't have a problem with it, okay? The one thing I would change. I do.
7: I got I a know. big problem. I know you do.
1: But, but, but <laughs> yeah, saying, we
7: know you do. The
1: one thing I would change in that movie, and it would probably go up four stars for me, is at the end, have the daughter pick up the Michael Myers mask. and, and Because we do not have a female slasher. I mean, you can talk about Sleepaway Camp and all that if you want, but I mean, you don't have a female slasher, and I think that would be a way to reboot the franchise, uh, still carry on the Myers legacy. You know, what I mean, if, if evil truly never dies, you know what I mean. Um, I think that would be very interesting take on the Michael Myers, and you have him come back in spirit form or whatever they're going to do, and not just hamburger meat. I told Brett, I told them, I told him and Carl both. I think we were on a real talk or something. I said, we
3: were doing something, yeah. We
1: were doing something. And I said, you guys just I'm not gonna spoil it for you. They're like, oh, go ahead. I said, Brett, I said, it's bad. I said, Well how to kill him. I said, Well, you know, they basically put him through a shredder at the end.
3: Brett's still mad too. I know he is. Look at him right now, he's turning red. <laughs> I'm red.
1: That's why I'm so Jason. mad. That's why Jason will always be greater than than Michael.
0: Put but, on the uh, nano machine bed from Jason X and will be totally fine. He'll come
1: back with his <laughs> over Halloween mask. It'll be great. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of out there, you did you see the reboot of the Leprechaun series? But I again? saw that. Again. Yep. Yep. Why? Uh, so right. the Why? Uh, they already rebooted I mean, it once. <laughs> yeah, that was with uh, Hornswoggle. But uh, yeah, it was uh, Hornswoggle. Uh, I
5: like I, that one.
1: I took a picture of it. I don't know if I put it in the group or not, but I'll, I'll try to find it and throw it in there. <laughs> so. Christine, we're up to you and your question or discussion. Ah,
7: okay. Okay. So well,
1: everybody
8: Rob, loves Rob is your favorite Rob com Yeah.
7: No. <laughs> yeah. So everybody loves a good horror or uh, scary movie, like you know, or a suspenseful movie. So I want to know what everybody's own personal like horror or uh, scary um our paranormal experiences
8: are mm-hmm.
2: experiences like really that I've had real experiences like
7: that yeah like real paranormal ghosts scary or, horror. or yeah like what's your own personal real creepy experience
2: probably when I come home from work and my uh <laughs> my uh mask bookcase that I got all my horror masks on was in front of the door and I couldn't get in my house. That freaked me out a lot. Is it not normally there? Like I'm confused. (laughs) Well well, it's like six inches away from the door and it weighs like ninety-five pounds and it just wouldn't move and it was butted up against the door handle and I could not get in the house and there's no there's no way it would could slide. It's too heavy.
7: Right. So, who the hell moved
2: it? I don't know. I only got one door. I hope it wasn't the ghost from the entity, man. I'll
0: tell you that.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I enjoy paranormal stories, but I don't really believe in any paranormal stories. So, I don't have any personal experience like that in my life. So, I'm kind of null and void on this question, unfortunately. So, I'm I'm going to.
7: Nobody in your family?
0: No, no, no. People die. It happens. (laughs) <laughs> that's it to me. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna known void and pass on these
3: mostly just throw it to Carl. <laughs> now, I've got lots of them, but I'm gonna bring out one I haven't mentioned before. So I used to work at Moxley Manor haunted house in Bedford, Texas, and me and Richard, the owner, were the only ones there and the doors were locked. So we're going down the hall, and all of a sudden the the overhead music just turns on in the entire haunt. We don't know why it wow. just, boom, our music's going, you know, cause we have different plugs, you know, or different, um, controllers for different, you know, that Brett, you know, yeah, turn yeah. the light, overhead lights on, turn the hot lights on. <laughs> well, the hot music just went blaring and we both was like, what the heck is going on here? It, it was, we still don't know what caused it. Very scary when you're in a spook haunted house and something like that. A lot of things happen in that old building, but that one, I still can't explain.
7: Very cool.
4: Okay. One time, I was at a friend's house, and we were all at a party, you know, just hanging out. And the priest was playing the piano, and the daughter of the guy' this house that we were, or the lady's house that we were there, came walking down the stairs and told the astronaut, "You're gonna die up there." And then Pete on. Oh wait, that was the Exorcist. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry.
5: <laughs> um. The house that I used to live in, that I grew up in, was very haunted. I, for some reason, was the one that got the most of it, but um, it was never threatening. But the one thing, uh, the one story that I usually tell people is, um, I actually told Jerry from Hillbilly Horror Stories, had me on the show, and he um, let me tell this story. But basically, I'll, it's a little windy. I apologize. Um, I'll tell as quickly as I can, as thoroughly as I can. (laughs) So years ago, I had one of my exes that lived across state. And he came out the first time for for like a week. He was gonna stay with us. And to do this, we decided that it would just be easier to sleep downstairs in our front room because um we would be it'd be quiet down there. You know, we won't have to worry about waking anybody up if we had to get up or down or whatever. So we put an air mattress in our front room and the way that we had it, it was right in front of the doorway that doorway that went out into the living room. So you could see out there. And in the far corner of the living room, there was the doorway that goes into the kitchen. We have a light there that would always be on. It was a nightlight. So you could see if like somebody would walk back and forth in front of it. Well, we were get ready to go to bed the first night, laid down. Um, we're not even laying there for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I feel him moving around next to me, so after a couple of minutes, I just figured he was getting comfortable. Whatever. Um, it went quiet, and I hear him go, "What the?" And he kind of like pushed up onto his elbows, and then this was a big dude. I mean, he was like six four, six five. I'd probably say two eighty. Um, he. Let out a gasp that I had never heard. It scared the, the donkeys out of me. And so I jump up, not knowing what the heck's going on. Well, he, once he calmed down, he was saying that he was looking out through the one room. Sorry, there's a really loud car coming by. Um, he was looking out through the room and he saw basically a hat man or a shadow person standing there. He said the guy had a Setson, you know, typical shadow figure. And he said when he first saw it, he was just kind of looking at it. It was at the far end of the the living room. And when he moved to sit up to get a better look, it like flew at us and then sucked off into the other side of the room, just through the doorway into the living room. And naturally I couldn't sleep. I hid under my blanket the rest of the night. Well, we start dosing off and I would say, I, I, I don't really know how long it was, but in that room, my son was very, he was a lot younger and he had toy boxes there. There are two toys in particular that this happened to um, were everything was turned off. I never put anything in there that it's just on because things move. And sometime during the night, the first one went off. It was like this annoying push button telephone that would just go. So we're like, okay, whatever the house moves, blah, blah blah. Maybe something just settled wrong. That thing went off every 10 minutes. No joke. Oh until God. we decided that we were just going to ignore it and put our head, you know, heads under the pillows, whatever. As soon as we decided that we weren't going to pay it attention anymore, a second one came in to fill in the gap between the times that that one would go off. This continued until dawn. And, um, I don't even remember what time it eventually stopped, but we got up in the morning and I found those particular two toys because I knew exactly which ones they were. None of them had batteries in it.
8: And oh there was one
5: no there that made that kind of noise. So whatever it was that he saw decided that it was just going to mess with us all night.
8: Oh, wow. <laughs> how scary,
5: yeah. crazy. And 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 the, here's the thing. My mom at the time had, she was upstairs. Reese was upstairs in his bedroom. She had the two dogs. The one Doberman was just, he would bark at anything. And then the other one, um, she would be kind of touchy. So she would like give a bark or two. I asked her in the morning if she heard anything. Nobody heard anything. And it was so loud, like full volume. It was ridiculous.
4: Wow. Mm-hmm. See, am Ooh. I am I want stuff like this to happen to me I'm like a, such a huge skeptic that. it
5: was crazy I've never seen anything happen like that in my life it never Ooh. happened again in that house either just I don't know if something reacted to him being there
7: but Probably. the next
5: in the night after maybe that brought it was fine. he might have wow
7: yeah maybe 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 like someone was following him
4: that's what it is I'm just so lame in real life that ghosts don't even want to hang out with me <laughs> <laughs>
7: well I would love to see a ghost too yeah. I've never seen one. Wow,
8: that's that's great. That's that's
6: terribly accurate, Jimbo.
4: (laughs) All
2: right, right. Tim, it's your turn.
6: Oh man, I have so many. It's just God. Um. Oh, where do I go? I know we have uh, we own some property, uh, some more property in East Texas. And uh, we have a house out there. And as long as we can remember, um, it's just a new house. We had it built out there, brand new and all that. So we don't know where the stuff came from. But um, we would always hear uh, footsteps or boots. You know, people, someone walking in boots. I mean, we're, we're in Texas, so why not boots? But, uh, but we would always hear somebody with boots walk from the back bedrooms all the way down the hallway, through the kitchen, and stop at the end of the kitchen right before you get to the living room. And this would happen very often. Um, We would also hear boots walking on the front porch. We had a wooden porch. We would hear it walk across the porch, stop, and somebody knock on the door. Oh, whoa. Nobody there, trust me. Wow. (laughs) and then uh we had moved out and my son and his family moved in because he was he was raised there so he wanted to raise his children there and uh y'all remember uh kyle this is before your time so you probably won't remember okay but y'all remember these little rocking horses that used to be on the stands had the four springs on them, and he was swinging I remember Okay, okay. My, my, yeah exactly my mm-hmm. son and his wife had one of those in the living room. They had some friends over, sitting on. they were all sitting on the couch. And they all, this is what he told me, I didn't witness, his, witness this, but that's what he told me. They sat there and watched that horse get pulled back, all the way back, and just let go and hit the wall and started bouncing on his own. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's just a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of stuff that happened in that house.
1: Cool. Uh-huh. Christine love
7: it. Um, yeah, I've never had anything happen to me personally, but my mom, when she was when she was younger, um, I think she was maybe 20 and still living at home, she was very close to her first cousin, Sonny, who was he was in the Korean War. He was a fighter pilot. and he um, the night he died, he got shot down. Yeah. And so she had, I guess, what you would call a waking nightmare. Um, She experienced his death while he was getting shot down. So my grandparents were awakened by her, um, I guess, basically living his death. I mean, she was she was screaming saying that um that that he was dying that he was uh going down that his plane was being shut. she was basically like sort of living sounds like his... an
2: astral projection type t- t- kind of deal
7: yeah i i don't know what you would call it but she was basically like there with him maybe while he was dying it's a bit very strange And, um, yeah, so his plane was shot down. Um, and I guess he parachuted out because I, I kind of researched it and, um, and they, they made sure he was dead. They, they, they killed him, um, while he was, while he was going down. Yeah. So very sad. And, um, my mom actually had no memory of this waking nightmare, but, um, they, yeah. So, so of course they they found out about it and um sure enough he got shot down the night that she had that that waking nightmare wow, wow. yeah so that very fascinating and um very sad because they were really close they were more like brother and sister than than first cousins oh.
1: so, All right so. I have two, and I'm for the sake of time, I'll let you guys pick one or the other. You can hear okay. um, my grandpa's story from um, down in the Salina, Tennessee area, or my grandmother who worked at the Central State uh, Hospital here in
6: Indianapolis. So which one do you guys want? Oh. Like? Let's grandpa. go grandpa. I'll take grandmother.
7: Grandpa. Yeah, I'd like to hear the hospital story.
6: Yeah, yeah.
1: grandma, grandma. All right. Um, and Jerry told this at a live event because this is the when I first messaged Jerry about this. Um, this was like, what is it, their seventh anniversary coming? I think it was like a little over six years ago when I messaged him this. But my grandma worked for the Central State Hospital. It's a, a hospital for the mentally uh, insane here in Indianapolis that used to be open. Uh, it's on like, uh, I forget how many acres, but it's a uh, big city block, basically. Uh, there's a lot of history there. You can research it. But basically, they would uh, like my grandma, she would work there and then she would go to classes to be get her nursing or whatever. You know, what I mean, she would attend class and, and work with patients and all that. There was a lot of abuse going on in there, a lot of uh, drugging people, uh, all that stuff. So my grandma, you have to know my grandma, she, she was a very loving individual. Like there was a patient that uh, nobody could control him. Basically, he would wouldn't take his medicine. He would fight the nurses and all of them. And she went in there and talked to him, and, or she came to him and they said, well, "You've got this patient now." Knocks on door. They always had to have a guard with them uh, in case things went had and, and I'm going to call him Mr. Smith because I don't remember his name. Because she told me these stories later in life. And uh, she said, Mr. Smith, she's like, "Hi, I'm Norma. You know, I, I'm 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 your new nurse. And um." You know, I know you don't like, like us. She said, but I'll tell you what. She said, you you take this medicine for me and uh, what's your favorite candy bar? He's like, well, Milky Way. She said, well, you take this medicine for me with no incident. I'll bring you a Milky Way tomorrow. He's like, oh, you're lying. You're just like all oh, the other ones. Blah, blah, blah. She said, look, the, the only way you're going to find out is if you trust me. So he's like, so basically took the medicine. She, the next day she brought him a Milky Way. And the guy broke down in tears because yeah. he's like, "That's the nicest thing anybody's ever done to me while well, I was He uh-huh.
8: like,
1: was one of the worst, one of the worst patients in there. And She got to where she could take him out, walk him around on the grounds, and all that. Okay, so my grandma told me that she was in the the girls' dorm, and that's where all the, the girls were. And there were stairs that go down to the tunnels. There's tunnels underground all throughout. This, this hospital complex. So like in the wintertime, they wouldn't have to go out in the snow. They could transfer patients or whatever. Uh, and this boy named, I'm, I'm going to call him Johnny. I'm going to call him Johnny and Susie. Okay. So Johnny was, um, he, he was, didn't have to have a lot of supervision. And uh, he would always come over there and he would talk to this girl, Susie. They would sit on the bottom of those stairs and they would talk all the time. Well, one day my uh, my grandma's desk was right here so she could see the door and see him talking and all that. So one day uh, she notices uh, Susie's out there talking away and uh, she's like, well, that's weird. I don't see Johnny. So uh, they put out a bulletin for Johnny and they couldn't find him. And um, so a couple of days go by and, and, and Susie's out there talking. And my grandma's like, what is she doing? So she went up there and she asked, Hey, um, Susie, she says, Who are you talking to? So, well, I'm talking to Johnny. She said, Well, honey, you know, we've searched these tunnels and everything for Johnny. You know, we, we
7: he ran away.
1: I said, no, he didn't. He's right here talking to me. And that freaked my grandma out. And she said, She called, she said, Look, you might want to do another sweep down here. She said, Because this girl is saying she's talking to, to Johnny. Come to find out on their second through uh sweep through the grounds. That there was a cinder block that was kind of out of out place on the bottom. They pulled it out, and when they shown their flashlights in there, Johnny was manacled up on the wall, dead. <gasps> oh wow! So,
8: oh man! And,
1: oh yeah. So what was Susie talking to? You know, was she talking to Johnny? I, I don't know. Wow. Uh, That's so pretty up, creepy. That was, yeah. that was really crazy. Uh, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll tell my grandpa's story too. It's really short, so. Uh, okay. My grandpa lived down in 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 Tennessee, and uh you know he, they would cut through this field there's like a little uh watering well you know uh to get pull the water up and all that it'd cut through the wooded area to get back back and forth to town and stuff like that well one day uh you know he stayed out a little late he's getting kind of dawn, um and his mom worked at the funeral home she should go do the the makeup and all the the ladies and all that. Mm-hmm. I for presentation and so my grandpa's like you know he's like he said he's 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 walking through the woods and he said he looked up he said that he's seen this lady in mm-hmm. white he said her name was I'm, I'm going to use Mrs Johnson because again I don't remember the name he used he said it looked like she was crying and she was all in white and he's like you know he kept walking she kept, yeah. she kept towards him and he looked and said that uh, she went right through him and he turned around Ooh. and she
8: Wow. He
1: took off running, and he went right to his mom. Knocked, and he said, "Mom, he said, I don't know what's going on. He said, but I just seen Mrs. Johnson in the, in the woods. I said, I think she might be hers. So she's in there crying. She said, no, that's that's impossible. She said, I just finished up putting the makeup and everything on. She wanted to be buried <laughs> in the wedding dress. So he, had oh my
7: god, wedding
1: dress. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was my grandfather. So I could, I could, I could have put some more details in there, but for the sake of time. Yeah. I um, good well, stories I, I I won't give one because I think we're running out of time we've been on here a long time and and, yeah. I, with them all and I know everybody's getting a little you know I see Brett over there Brett's
3: asleep I think I'm not asleep yeah. <laughs> I am So um, yeah, I'm we'll, wide we'll, awake
1: we'll post again when we're going to do another one of these uh, hopefully we'll have a few more people join us but thanks everybody for coming on uh, we'll go around the horn one more time if you want to promote anything um, by yourself, anything you want to promote uh, go ahead
2: Brent with the You Will Never Dies podcast uh, we're going to be at Texas Hunters Convention July 15th and 16th if anybody wants to come down and join us Mesquite, Texas yeah. come on over Mullins you'll be in town <laughs> exactly <laughs> Kyle and Jimbo over at the Tragedy
0: of Cinema Podcast, wherever fine podcasts are found. And uh, Twitter, TikToks, all those other fo- social media platforms. Get all the latest and greatest about news. We recently covered Rosemary's Baby, an excellent horror film by a non-excellent director, Roman Polanski. And we covered uh, Weekend at Bernie's, a non-excellent movie by non-excellent creators. <laughs> um, and we cover some new movies in the near future too. So look forward to that and uh, check out any other stuff.
1: And if you happen to listen to the Rosemary's Baby episode, I found a fact that was just the funniest thing I've ever. I think it's the the longest and hardest we've ever laughed in the podcast. Uh, Who's doing it? Uh, I'll I'll say it here real quick. Go they for said, it. He said that during the scene with uh, Rosemary and the Beast, uh, the guy that was playing the Satan, if you will, uh, that was paper, said that he, he had to spend hours naked grinding on top of her to shoot that scene. When, when they got done they said that he stood up shook her hand and said Miss Farrell it was a pleasure working with you it said, she she shook his hand back and said you too you you're a young man or something like that I was like <laughs> man that's the weirdest thing I've ever read <laughs> so, but I mean during the py we did the podcast and I I bet it was five minutes and just total chaos. I was like, they said <laughs> they said he was totally naked. I said, Can you imagine just- Oh my god. I said, I hope some old people weren't standing behind him all naked too it all times people-
0: three hours. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: That'd be uh, great. Uh, <laughs> Um Evil Never Dies podcast and YouTube show. And our YouTube seems to be picking up steam. So that everybody check it out on YouTube. Give us a like and um subscribe, please.
4: Greg Greg Vizelli with the Monsters and the Mosh Pit podcast. We are a horror and heavy metal podcast where we cover one horror movie in detail, spoilers, uh, scene by scene, and one heavy metal album, uh, track by track. My best friend has never listened to metal or watched horror, and therefore he is... An unwilling accomplice to my <laughs> chaos. Uh, we are the vanilla ice cream of horror metal podcast, which means uh, we're perfectly adequate if there's no other options. But if there is, you're probably going to want to listen to them. <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> <So much. laughs> Definitely.
5: Tiffany Boots, I don't really have a podcast yet. Like I said, it's in the works, but um, definitely give all these other shows a listen. They're great, and I thoroughly enjoy them. I listen to them on a very routine basis during my boring at-home job. So, <laughs> <laughs>
6: sure. uh, Tim with uh, Triple H Media. And as Tiffany is starting hers, we will be ending ours after a five-year run. Um we have one episode left, but all the shows will be up for another month or two. So if you want to start up and catch up and finish with us, you are more than welcome to.
8: He's
1: going to leave Hillbilly horse house on the cliffhanger. <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, we'll be back.
7: <laughs> okay. And I'm just Christine from California. And I'm a big fan of everybody here. And I love listening to all these wonderful podcasts. So thanks so much for having me and including me in your Real Talk. Oh, Thank no
8: nice you for listening. Always a pleasure having you. Well,
1: with that being Thank said, you. I think this Real talk's coming to a close. And that's a wrap. And cut. Cut. Okay. <laughs>